0: Hello and welcome to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bullen, alongside the is-he-4 or is-he-40, the TikTok legend and professional rambler, the peanut butter to my jelly, and the second best Star Wars trivia player in Bloomington, Braxton Wayne Taylor, who is not here today. Yes, that's right, everyone. It is just me, all by my lonesome. Braxton is out in the wilderness camping, and um, normally we would uh, go ahead and and cancel for the week when uh, one of us um, is busy and can't uh, meet up to do this. However, there's a lot of news out there, and so we decided we're not going to call this uh, the next episode. Um, As you'll notice, uh, there is no episode number next to um, our podcast today. But there's a lot of news out there, and we wanted to talk about that. So today, I'm just going to talk about the the news and rumors that that have uh, came this past week. And then next week, uh, next Saturday, it'll be me and Braxton again, and we'll do all of our other stuff. But today, we're just going to be talking about those news and rumors. And guys, there's some pretty big stuff out there right now. And uh, so some that'll break your heart, some that'll get you excited. We got a little bit of both today. Uh, So let's just jump right into it. We're going to start with um, uh, Taika Waititi here has um, said some new stuff about uh, the new untitled Star Wars movie he's working on. It's just a small update, but it's still something. Uh, He was in an interview with BBC and he said, "We're writing." Now, that may not sound like a lot, but it's still something. It's something in the works there with this um, untitled Star Wars movie we're writing. And hey, if they're already writing, to me that means they already have an idea of what this is going to be, uh, where they're headed with this. And that only means to me that we're closer to finally hearing what this movie is about. Um, And... I'm excited for that because I really want to know where these Star Wars movies are going next. So, again, that's small but exciting. Um, Another little news story here we have is actually from the sculptor of Snoke, okay? So this is the guy that sculpted Snoke, who basically designed him. Um, And I don't know if any of you have heard the theory before, but some people have theorized that Grand Moff Tarkin uh, was what they based Snoke off of? Whether they used uh, DNA from him to create Snoke, blah blah blah. There, there are some resemblances there. Well, the uh, the designer and sculptor Ivan Manzella has revealed that he based Snoke's appearance off of the late Peter Cushing. So that is very very interesting. Uh, again, this does not confirm anything as far as uh. And in canon is Snoke Tarkin. Uh, That does not confirm this whatsoever. However, the fact that they did use Peter Cushing as a um, design reference makes me wonder if Star Wars could ever... Um, go ahead and decide to use Tarkin as the, the way they created uh, Snoke's appearance. So that's just another little interesting tidbit there that could have greater meaning later on as we continue to learn more and more about Snoke. Our next story is a big one, and this is a very sad one for me. Um, as you guys know, we've been talking about the next three Star Wars movies that had release dates. And uh, it was 22, um, 24, and 26. And so they were far out, but, you know, they were in the near future. Um, And so that was still something to look forward to. However, guys, it has changed. And we had talked about this potentially happening due to um, all of the events going on right now with the pandemic and and everything. We knew there was a very good chance that uh, there could be some delays in the Star Wars world, and uh, Disney has announced via Variety that all planned Star Wars theatrical films will have their releases delayed by a year. So... The 3 Lucasfilm movies now have the following release dates. Untitled Star Wars 1 is December 22nd, 2023. Untitled Star Wars 2 is December 19th, 2025. Untitled Star Wars 3 December 17th, 2027. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is this is uh pretty depressing. Um Again, like I said, I expected it. And we know that also Avatar uh, has been delayed. And so that's probably another big reason why. Because we know that they're wanting to go Avatar 2, Star Wars, Avatar 3, Star Wars every December. And so since Avatar got delayed, that means Star Wars had to be delayed. And uh, so it it makes sense. um, But it doesn't make it any uh, more fun (laughs) for us. the, The longer wait, of course, will... Um, will not be so great but you know it gives them more time to work on it and i think that's another plus here it gives them more time to think about what they want this this next star wars movie to be and i think that what the star wars movie is um has to be it has to be um a it's got to be a big hit whatever it is it's got to be a win for them um to, to solidify the um the future of Star Wars movies, because, you know, with the sequel trilogy, Love them or Hate them, we know that there has been a lot of controversy there, and they have not necessarily uh, been as uh, big of a hit as I think Disney was hoping for, especially with um, the last one. And so this, this delay could mean they have even more time to, to take in, to account and consider every little detail of what this movie needs to be to um, try to please as many people as possible. And no matter what, of course, there's going to be people that don't like it, people that are upset. But I, for one, uh, I look forward to seeing what they come up with to be the next big Star Wars movie. So going on from that, we have uh, I don't know. Maybe some of you guys caught it. We talked about it last week, but there was Comic Con at home, and there was a publishing panel there. Well, guys, this publishing panel actually revealed some new details. And I don't know if you listened to the previous episode. You'll know that we kind of talked about how we were a little frustrated with publishing panels at Celebration because they didn't actually reveal any news. Um, this one, actually, however, did. And so we're going to just kind of go through that and and, uh, talk about what they did reveal. Um, The first one is the lightsaber collection. So this looks really cool. It says the lightsaber collection will give us a wide ranging look at the evolution of the elegant weapon, boasting gorgeous, highly detailed illustrations of some of the most iconic and influential lightsabers throughout Star Wars, as well as new portraits of each lightsaber wielder. The newly announced book promises to be a coveted collection like no other. And I, for one, will absolutely be getting this book. Uh, If you know me, you know I love lightsabers. I love Jedi. And so this will be a great uh, thing to add to my collection. So I don't believe they have set a release date yet for that. Uh, I could be wrong, but as far as what I'm looking at here, I don't see one. Uh, So let's just move on. The next thing we have uh, is we're going back to Vader's castle in the IDW series. Uh, there's been two series so far of this, of Vader's castle. It's, it's a branch of star Wars adventures for those of you who don't know. And they usually do this in around Halloween. They kind of use it as like a Halloween type thing. And uh, this one's called Shadows of Vader's Castle. And it's actually a 30-page one-shot. So this is not another series. It's just one issue, but it's 30 pages long. So it's a bigger issue. Um, and I'm excited to read that. Uh, I've actually really enjoyed the other uh, stories from Vader's castle that we've gotten. They've actually been pretty entertaining and the best part of Star Wars Adventures that I've yet to see. So be able be ready to check that out in October. Then we also have um, a relaunch of Star Wars Adventures from IDW. It says the illustrated comic series for all ages is getting a reboot with stories in new time eras with new creators. So I'm not really sure exactly why... This necessarily needs to be called a reboot, um, but they're calling it that. So, <laughs> uh, so anyways, there l- appears to be. Um, it looks like, from basing off of the cover here, which you know in comics covers don't really mean a whole lot, but I see. It looks like Ray, Finn, Poe, um, and then there's also one that shows like the Battle of Hoth. So again, kind of looks like maybe we're going to be getting stories from both eras potentially, Um, but you know, we'll just have to wait and see exactly how that turns out. Also, this this story here is really cool. I'm excited about this one. We're getting an exclusive in-world version of Star Wars Myths and Fables with six new stories by George Mann, which will be available later this year. The stories will appropriately be set back on Batuu and across the galaxy on Endor, Dathomir, and Moncala. Plus, each one comes with new artwork from illustrator Grant Griffin, Mann said. But even the author himself hasn't had a chance to snag a copy just yet. I can't wait to see it myself, he said. It's going to look like an artifact from Batuu. So, this is really cool. Um, for those of you who don't know Myths and Fables, we actually had a book already about Myths and Fables and uh, from George Mann. It's a spectacular little book. It has some really great artwork. It has some really cool Jedi stories in there that I, I really loved. Uh, one that I believe is supposed to be a story about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And... Um, This, I'm a little confused on if this is an entirely separate book or if it's a book with new editions. Because it's the same title, Star Wars Myth and Fables, with six new stories. So I don't know if that means it's going to be a larger book with the original stories and then six new ones. Or if this is an entirely new book with the same title, but then looks like something in-world. And so... um, As time goes on, I'm sure we will learn a little bit more on that, a little bit more about the details. But again, I I think this could be really great. I'm excited for it. I'll be glad to add that to my collection for sure. So then there's also um, a new art book about the Art of Galaxy's Edge. For those of you who are interested in the art books, that'll be coming out later this year as well. And then we also, and this is really interesting, we heard a little bit more about the High Republic, A Test of Courage, which is the, um, the junior novel for um, the High Republic line. And it's coming from Justina, Ireland. And interestingly enough, it has a connection to Sana Staros. And that connection is that the, one of the main characters of the book, um, Avon Staros, a 12-year-old girl, sent to the edge of the galaxy by her, her politician mother, because she's curious experimental and well, just pure trouble is the great, great, great ancestor of Sam stars. So for those of you who don't know who San Starros is, she is the kind of ex wife of Han Solo. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of a long story, but you can read about that in the main Star Wars comic line if you're ever interested in learning more about that character. Um, but yeah, she apparently is a great ancestor of Sanostaros. And so I think connections like that in the High Republic are going to be super cool. Um, especially a character like that, which isn't like super huge, so it's not it's not like uh, you know a great ancestor of of a Skywalker or something like that. That'd be a little more like uh what? Uh, this is this this works really well, and I think that it's it's just cool to have that little connection. Then we also have to write a Jedi. You will be author. Uh, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can say this. Pretty chibber. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but that's what it looks like. Uh, This looks to be a very young reader's book. This would be a good one to get for your kids. It looks like it's going to um, be kind of about uh, have you really think about what the Force means to little kids and how they engage with that kind of idea of the Force and that philosophical side of things. So that could be a cool one to pick up for you to read with your child. Uh, Then we have the new Darth Vader comics, of course, which is being written by Greg Pack. Um, the first arc that we've had is great. I'm excited for that arc to finally start coming back. You know, we only got like two issues of it before uh, this this pandemic kind of changed everything, and we hadn't gotten any more issues. I think we're finally getting another issue, like in the next week or two. So um, I'm really excited about seeing this first arc. I'm not going to go into details because I don't want to spoil things for those that have not got to read it. But really cool stuff there. Uh, so they At this panel, they talked a little bit about what the second arc is going to do. And I thought it was very interesting because they're saying the next arc is going to include key elements to tie into the most recent films in the Skywalker saga. Which dig into some great unexplored territory and also dig deeply into the heart of Vader. So this is very interesting. uh, Because this this series is taking place after the Empire Strikes Back we know this first arc I will say um, kind of calls back to the prequels in some in some ways so that's that's been very interesting and now this next um, arc looks to be kind of tying into the sequels and so how they're going to do that I'm not sure but I assume that maybe we will be seeing some connections again to Vader's castle and maybe some of that but uh, only time will tell. But I'm very excited about that. Greg Pak is doing a great job with the Darth Vader line. Then we also um, heard about, from a certain point of view, the anthology series for The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, We've got a small little update there that, that um, Tom Engelberger, who wrote about the wills in the one for A New Hope, is writing about them again in The Empire Strikes Back. And that was a very interesting story in A New Hope. So I'm sure we will, again, get a very interesting story um, for The Empire Strikes Back. So be I, I I cannot encourage you guys enough to pick up this book, The Empire Strikes Back, from a certain point of view. I haven't even read it yet, but I still encourage you to do it. Because um, if it's anything like a, the, the one for A New Hope, and if you haven't read that one, you should get that one too. They're so filled with with great stories, but that, that really just make the movies even better. If you go back and watch the movie after reading through, um, the, from a certain point of view of a new hope, it really, it really changes kind of your point of view on some things. And, um, it's, it's really great. And I have no doubt in my mind that this is also going to do some really great stuff. Um, then going on they talked a little bit about the Clone Wars stories of light and dark um, again this is that's going to be a lot of ep- episodes of Clone Wars just written um, into a into a novel format and if you remember me and Braxton weren't super big on that we would have rather had new stories um, so I'm not going to go too far into that but it, just know that is coming fairly soon and, and me and Braxton will be talking about that um, in August as well as the next book they talked about, Podameron Freefall, which comes out in August as well. We have review copies of both of these books, and we'll be bringing you guys reviews on those very soon, so be looking out for that, Um, and we will get into what we think about those. Um, And so this Podameron Freefall is a prequel, and uh, so yeah, be on the watch out for that. And then they talked about the Dr. Aphra comic. Uh, no, nothing really new to say there, but um, they were just kind of encouraging people to, to get a hold of that. And here's the thing, guys. It seems like Dr. Aphra's is not going anywhere anytime soon. She, if anything, she's becoming an even more important Star Wars character. They're bringing her to new formats, and it sounds like you know eventually maybe even to live action. So uh, definitely um, you might consider... Getting into the Doctor Aphra comic, which began it all. So, and then uh, let's see here. Thrawn Ascendancy did a little update on that, and basically Timothy Zahn was saying that uh, his, this book he, he's already see he's already got the brain of Thrawn. He knows he lives and breathes Thrawn. He's got his mental patterns, his tactical ideas established. He's got all of that. So now it's just about putting him in new situations. And this September that means building the chiss culture. So we're gonna be looking at Exploring how the Chis families work, how the military works, their relationships with others in the area, and we're just going to be really establishing kind of like how the Chis work. I think that's what the what this is even more so than um, about necessarily being about Thrawn. This is about just you know we the Chis and Thrawn's background and everything is very. Um, unknown to us we don't really understand a whole lot about how they work and I think that this prequel series more than anything is to establish more just how the Chiss work how their military works how families you know all that stuff work and and work together and so that'll be interesting especially if you're just into building up the lore of not just uh the Skywalker saga but kind of expanding the entire universe as a whole this is a way of doing that and I think it could be very interesting, but also it could be very boring <laughs> and so it's gonna be one or the other and it's just gonna be um we'll just have to wait and see I could see this being I could see this being very very good, but part of me's also like I don't know this could this could end up being pretty uh boring, so we'll just have to see guys uh I have to say this is a lot harder when I'm by myself. <laughs> Uh, let's go into rumors. So that was our, our news stories that we had for today. Let's go into the rumors here. So Making Star Wars, um, they finally um, came back and said something. It had been a while since we heard from Jason Ward, but he is, he is back. He wrote an article about some stuff he has heard about. And so let's just touch on that a little bit here. Um, He said he has a small update about Star Wars television moving forward at Pinewood Studios. Uh, There's a lot of rumors flying around, and my take is, if it hasn't filmed yet, maybe that's right. I'd rather talk about what I'm hearing that seems grounded. Uh, So he's talking about... He said that a schedule is set for the next two productions in the live-action Star Wars Disney Plus productions. And what those appear to be is the Cassian Andor Rogue One prequel series... And the Kenobi series. And what he's saying is the Rogue One prequel and Kenobi sequel productions are set for Pinewood. I think the Kenobi series has some creative and sensitive differences still being worked out. So we've heard before, you know, of some changes with the Kenobi story. Changes with uh, what their plans are for that. And it sounds like maybe that's still the case. Maybe they're still trying to figure it out. And again, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to try to figure out that story, make it just right. And so, you know, take all the time you need, guys. We don't, we don't want, we don't want them in a hurry for this. We need them to make the best Kenobi series that they can. For the as for the Cassian Andor Rogue One prequel, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm, I'm ready to hear more about what this is. I mean, they've been talking about this one forever. I mean, it seems like it's been a really long time. And, uh, I mean, I know at at Celebration, when me and Braxton were there, uh, they talked about it there, too. And, and we'd already been hearing about it for a while uh, before that. And we still don't really have anything solid. And part of me still wonders if this is ever going to actually come out. I mean, I hope it does, and it sounds like they're starting to kind of get the ball rolling here. But let's let's hear a little more about it. Let's at least get a title, <laughs> something. So we'll we'll see where that goes. And then as for Kenobi, uh, you know, it's still going to be a while. Now, I've heard also other rumors that maybe Kenobi is going to start in March of 2021, start production officially. And, uh, so that being said, don't be looking for Kenobi in 2021. We're, we'll definitely get Kenobi in, in 2022 at this point. And that's if they start in March of 2021, I would assume. I, I really doubt we get Kenobi in 2021. If so, it's going to be late 2021, but again, I expect it in 2022. Uh, it's going to be a long wait, but I hope it's well worth it. So Continuing on the talking about Kenobi, we also have the Clone Wars um, flashbacks we've talked a little bit about before. Um, Guys, Kessel Run Transmissions has just been like, I don't know if they have a guy on the inside or what. uh, But they, I mean, clearly they have someone. Because they've been, they're the ones that have been saying all these rumors. We've gotten a lot of, of news from these guys that has came true including one of the big ones they pushed was the bad batch and i know a lot of people kind of laughed at them but hey it's here they've actually officially announced it and we're getting it um uh so yeah the bad batch is real and so they have said now that last year, when the Kenobi series was officially announced, my source told me two things. One, that Ahsoka was going to be cast in The Mandalorian, and that Clone Wars flashbacks were going to be featured in Kenobi. So, me and have talked about it before. We are all for having Clone Wars flashbacks. Uh, I think that would be absolutely fantastic. I think that would be so cool. But what we have to also pay attention to in this statement is that he says last year, last year when the Kenobi series was officially announced and we have to also take into consideration the other things we've been hearing about Kenobi, which is that Kenobi story has changed since uh, the official announcement. And so if we take that into account, that potentially means that Kenobi is no longer that story and so that could mean that the Clone Wars flashbacks are no longer a part of whatever they have for Kenobi now. Now all of that you know of course is up in the air and they maybe even if they changed some story elements they'll still have Clone Wars flashbacks but I think that Clone Wars flashbacks would be absolutely amazing. I am all for it uh, I I hope that it is in their plans, um, and I I I just think it would be so cool, so cool to see them, uh, and maybe even in the Clone Wars outfits, seeing uh, the Ewan McGregor and and Hayden Christensen together again. Uh, And just kind of merging the prequels and the Clone Wars show together into that could just be so amazing. It would blow my mind, as I think it would blow many of your minds. So, we just got to hope that that's still going to happen. So, then we also have another rumor here, and this is also from Kessel Run Transmissions. These guys are killing it. (laughs) Uh, They're saying that Donald Glover, who played the younger version of Lando Calrissian in the film Solo, will reportedly return to play the character again in a future Disney Plus series. I, I've i expected this. I've expected this since I watched the movie Solo, and the fact that everyone talked about how great um, Donald Glover was in the movie, more so than I think anything else that was praised in the movie. Donald Glover's performance was praised, and he he plays a great Lando. So I always expected we would get more of him somewhere, some way, somehow. Question is, uh, how do we get him? Some people have immediately assumed this means it's going to be a Lando um, a Lando series for Disney Plus. I've seen a lot of people. Um, I've seen a lot of people posting it as that new Lando series. I don't know if if Lando's getting his own series, and this doesn't really necessarily say. Um, this just says that he's going to return to play the character again in a future Disney Plus series. So he could just be a side character. He could make a you know a quick appearance. We don't know. However, I think bringing Donald Glover back as a young Lando absolutely is a good call. So. Uh, and then on top of that, they, they updated and they said they've also heard that a concept for a Disney plus series about Janna and Lando post rise of Skywalker is an idea that is floating around Lucasfilm, um, which, you know, the end of rise of Skywalker kind of hinted at seeing their adventures together, um, at least that's the way I took it. When I finished watching it, I remember turning to, um, well, probably Braxton, and and saying, uh, "They're, did they just you know kind of hint at at making a series about that?" I mean, that's just how I took it. It felt like that, um, It also kind of felt like they were implying that she was Lando's daughter. Um, and so I think that there's I think there's some interesting stories they could tell there. Uh, that would be. Of course, the farthest thing in the timeline we have ever had—if that is to come true—it would be because you know that would take place after Rise of Skywalker, and we also know that they've kind of talked about maybe trying to stay away from uh, the sequel trilogy era, maybe trying to stay away from those elements. So that's this is kind of counteracting that. So it's just—I guess—we'll just have to wait and see. But I think what could be cool is you could potentially have um this series um with billy d williams as lando and have maybe some flashbacks of donald glover as a young lando and use those in the same show uh that way you kind of get both i think that would be fantastic and maybe show some of Lando's younger adventures that have now impacted maybe things that events that have happened in uh, after the sequel trilogy era and so um, that's just an idea and we'll just have to wait and see where they go with it but I think that could be really cool so going into our final rumor for the day is that Darth Maul will appear in multiple Star Wars Disney Plus shows so that's a pretty big one um, I I have a lot of thoughts about this they're saying that among these series Lucasfilm is developing a live-action show that will be focused on the antagonist in addition Kira is expected to feature prominently in the series played once again by Amelia Clark. And as you guys have probably heard me and Braxton say before, we want we want that show. We want a show with Darth Maul and Kira. We want to see where that goes. Uh, you know, it'd probably be about Crimson Dawn. Uh, and just kind of seeing that. We we have said since since Solo came out, that's the story we want. We don't really need more Solo, um, but we would love to have a Darth Maul and Kira show. Um, it's. <laughs> They're they're saying here that it appears he's going to be in multiple shows, and so you know, one of the shows that it kind of would make you would think would make sense is Kenobi, but we also know kind of the outcome of Kenobi and Maul meeting again, so I don't really know that it lines up, and so the only, he could I guess be in in Cassian. Maybe involved in you know a crime syndicate storyline or something that Cassian's um, investigating or however you want to put it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really know exactly what their plans would be, but I think the biggest takeaway from all of this is that if if all these rumors are true, and you know the chances are some of them are probably wrong, but let's just say every rumor about Disney Plus shows are true. That's a ton of shows I mean an absolutely huge amount of shows an overwhelming amount of disney plus star wars shows i mean i can't even I don't even know that I can name all of them at once, but maybe I'll try. we got Kenobi uh we got cassian we have uh let's go ahead and just put in Mandalorian season three in production or at least in early 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 production um we have Oh, I shouldn't have even started this because now I'm not going to even be able to think of all of them. We have a, a potentially an Ahsoka one that they've talked about. Now they have this Maul one. They have a, something with Lando. They got. Uh, I'm not going to even go on. I've, I've I've proven my point enough. There's a there's a bunch of rumors out there, and oh well, Bad Batch, uh, potentially a Rebels sequel. You know, so, I mean, just an insane amount, and. I mean, I think it goes to, to show Disney Plus is, this, is the future of Star Wars right now. Um, they're putting everything into Disney Plus. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I really don't have any problem with that. And we know, yeah, we're still getting Star Wars movies. And it's going to be interesting to see what they feel like should be in a movie theater in comparison to what they feel like should be in your home on Disney Plus. And I think that'll be an interesting... Um, interesting to see what the difference is uh because there was also a rumor saying that the next star wars um, movies are going to be more intimate are going to not cost as much which is completely counter acts what me and Brexon were talking about i believe it was last week when we talked about how you know they're going to save the big big stuff for the films if that rumor is true um, it sounds like they're actually going to kind of lower costs, make things a little more intimate, um, maybe less uh, bombastic. So I don't know. It's I wish I wish uh, I had somebody to to um, get their opinion on this right now because it's just it's just a very interesting how many shows we have and. I just don't know where they're going with all of it. Um, you know, we've heard about the connected storyline, the connected universe, where all these different Disney Plus shows are going to intertwine and connect and be this big kind of leading up to something. Um, and, but some of these don't really fit into that. Some, and so it's almost like they're going to have um, these series that are all interconnecting and tw- intertwining. And then we're also going to have some that are kind of just their own little thing. And who's to say we may not eventually get a Star Wars movie on Disney Plus as well? That's also something to consider. And maybe one of these things, one of these rumored shows maybe is a, is a movie that's going to be on Disney Plus. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell what their plans are going to be. But, guys, I am, again, as always, excited for the future of Star Wars, excited for what Star Wars um, is going to do next. You know, we're still in such a big um, moment of kind of just waiting, kind of waiting to just see where they go next with things. And, you know, yeah, we've gotten some announcements. We know Mandalorian's coming. We know the Bad Batch is coming. We know the High Republic is coming. We know these things, but it still feels like we're on the verge of something huge. Like we're just waiting for the big moment. And I don't really know exactly what it's going to be, where it's going to come from, but I'm excited I'm ready, I'm waiting, and you can guarantee anytime we hear anything, we're going to be on here talking about it to you guys. And of course, as always, we want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear what you um, guys have to say. Again, I'm, I apologize that we had to do it this way today, that it's just you just had to listen to me ramble for uh, like 37 minutes. I apologize for that. But, <laughs> uh, but next week, we'll be back to normal. We'll take your Q&A, Q and A's and uh, we'll talk about um, some some releases and and we'll have a big main topic for you guys next week but today we're just talking about those news and rumors I hope you've enjoyed it I hope you've learned something uh, about it today I hope you that you guys are as excited about Star Wars as I am but until next time may the force be with you and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal <laughs>